Hello and welcome to Dungeon Regular, a show about modules, adventures, and dungeons. I'm Nova, also known as Idle Cartulary, and I'm reading through Dungeon Magazine one module at a time. I'll summarize that module, talk about its strengths and weaknesses, and then talk about a few interesting things about it that could be used at the table or impact your own homebrew design. Today I'm going to talk about In the Dwarven King's Court by Willie Walsh in issue number 2, November 1986. In In the Dwarven King's Court, a sword that would seal a treaty between two warring kingdoms has been stolen, and only the party can uncover the thief and keep the peace. This is almost entirely an investigation, and so lends itself more to a rules-light approach, although of course it's still perfectly suitable for a system like 5e or DCC. What can we take back to our table from the Dwarven King's Court, even if we don't use it in our home campaign? Number one, no weapons. Because you're wandering around a normal place of living, weapons are not permitted. Honestly, the kind of weird world where normal people wander around with weapons and nobody questions it is bizarre and we're normalized to it in a strange way. I love that here only specific NPCs are allowed to carry weapons and if you're caught with weapons concealed, there'll be consequences. This reinforces the social investigative adventure and discourages a run and hack and slash approach to the adventure. Number two, the dungeon. The strangest thing about this module to me is the fact that it's expected to be a dungeon crawl by its key and its map, where I can't imagine you wandering around a castle in that manner, but rather you'd be seeking out specific people or places as the investigation leads you. Especially given the aforementioned no weapons rule, the style of play it is written up for would be far better arranged as a set of nodes, some of which are locations, some of which are people or specific items in my opinion. I love a good dungeon map, but sometimes it's more work than it's worth, and for the most part here, the keys are box text describing a character that then refer back to the NPC description. Just not worth the work in my opinion. Number three. On the other hand, those NPC descriptions are pretty good. This is a social adventures and it smartly leans into this with seven fully fleshed out members of the Dwarven King's Court, as well as twelve staff with less fleshing out. For me, they're a little too fleshed out, but they're much briefer than some excellent comparative social adventures, thinking more modern things like Witchburner by Luca Rea, and I understand the urge to spend this much time on them. This would have better been laid out as a zine to facilitate easier reading of these characters instead of them being spread out in three-column layout in a confusing manner, or incorporated into the dungeon crawl key so that we wouldn't be flicking forward and backwards within the magazine. Number four, one clever NPC. This adventure suffers from one clever NPC syndrome, where a lot of the backstory and a lot of the direction of investigation is driven by the Queen, Isabella, rather than the PCs. I understand why. The backstory here is pretty complex and doesn't lend itself to organically revealing itself to the PCs. However, in my opinion, this makes that background less appropriate, because I want the PCs to direct their own investigation. This whole scenario might play out better if the castle it took place in was in the home base for the PCs. So a lot of the historical stuff like the curse on the king's line, the long dead alchemist Flavis, and things like that were gradually revealed to the PCs through play elsewhere, and then when the inciting event occurs, they already have the information that otherwise would have to be delivered in exposition by the Queen, particularly as the Queen is not a particularly receptive character to the players as written. 
Number five, rumors. It also comes with a list of 20 rumors, which are mainly interesting and useful. I personally don't like false rumors. I like rumors that are half-truths or misunderstandings of the truth so that they point in the right direction, even if they give the wrong information. There are only four rumors that are red herrings liable to redirect the PCs completely in the wrong direction, which is an acceptable amount that I'd either just change to run it or leave them out. All the other rumors are fun, logical, and interesting, and it's a nice touch that they're randomized, but specific rumors are key to specific individuals, so you know which things they're more likely to know. I'd have loved for this rumor table to be spread out over a larger dice roll so that you could have assigned NPCs a modifier to the roll and then they'd be weighted towards certain ranges of rumors. The module clearly outlines that most information can be found out by asking or listening, and that specifically three of them, although it hedges that with and so on, require deeper investigation to reveal rather than just questioning. I like this neat non-quantum way of organizing information, which assists with developing an investigative style when AD&D doesn't really facilitate that play mechanically. That's in the Dwarven King's Court in a nutshell. I hope that you'll join me for the next episode of Dungeon Regular. If you have any questions, please reach out. I'm on Twitter, Blue Sky, and Macedon at Idle Cartulary, and I write reviews and blog at playfulvoid.game.blog. If you'd like to support Dungeon Regular, please visit my Ko-fi at ko-fi forward slash idlecartulary. You can make a one-off donation or become a member. Members get free copies of Dungeons Regularly, my zine of blank dungeon maps, with tables and lists to help you populate them. They are prioritized for their questions to be included in Dungeon Regular mailbag episodes, can make suggestions for future bathtub reviews, and get to see bathtub reviews a week in advance on my Ko-fi before they go public. Our theme music is an extract from Turning the Page by Kirk Osamayo on the free music archive used under a Creative Commons license. Thank you for listening to Dungeon Regular.